I'm going to start recording now. And... Hello, everyone. Welcome to this, the very first episode of Plenty of Rope. The episode where we will likely hang ourselves because we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I am Robert, um, and I'm here with my cousin and co-host, Jeremy. Hi, everybody. We are here trying this out. We're going to see how this how this all goes. Here Plenty of Rope, we give ourselves plenty of rope to hang ourselves. Um, we're not exactly filtered, and... We don't shy away from controversy. <laughs> or yelling at each other. Though I don't know that's going to happen often. Baby sleeping. <laughs> ah, that's right. So, how how is it being a a new father? Uh, it's 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 odd. It's you know, it's in the hospital and Baby came out, and it was the most beautiful ever th- thing I ever saw in the world, and I was crying. And, you know, before this, I was wondering what it would be like. <sighs> the, the funny thing is, it's it's just, like, for me, it's been the most natural thing in the world. Like, it's not... I don't know, I guess I thought it would be, it'd be harder to mm-hmm. get up and change diapers. and But it just, it's it feels like taking care of yourself, kind of. It's just like a new new phase, you know, in a way. I guess I think that, you know, a kid is like a mini version of you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just, it hasn't been, I mean, it's it's not easy. It's takes up a lot of time, but it's definitely not, it's very, it comes very naturally, I guess I'd say, which I was surprised by. Do you think that, it being natural has anything to do with having younger siblings? Um, I mean, probably. But, I guess, and I know some new dads are grossed out by the, the diaper changing, but I was in healthcare for a little while, and changing the diaper on a full-grown man <laughs> kind of <laughs> puts that in perspective there. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Little baby diaper, that's easy. <laughs> yeah. So not too bad. And then Lacey is like Uber mom, so she makes it easy for me to not have to be there twenty four seven. Um. So I don't know. It's cool. definitely awesome having her because she's one of those kind of people that if you not. Well, let's put it this way. I knew that if I didn't give her a kid to take care of, she would just take care of everybody else's kids. <laughs> so, she's um, one of those one of those Uber moms, but she's like one of those Uber moms who doesn't have the choice not to be an Uber mom. She just has to be all the time. <laughs> so, fun. how many kids? How many kids are you all gonna shoot for? Two. I was half tempted to just say. We got one beautiful baby. Let's just call it quits. But <laughs> I feel like you got to have at least two kids. Like if you know one kid's just going to be spoiled rotten, and they're going to have all this responsibility, and it's just going to be unpleasant for them. So <laughs> I figure at least two, and then hopefully oh. I can get a, a boy, and I have a name all picked up. Nice. What about uh, being fruitful and multiplying? Two doesn't multiply. Yeah, I mean the Bible says that clearly. So it just. <laughs> But, but multiply, you, dude, two is just equal to the two that are already there. Well, it doesn't say that you couldn't multiply and then divide. <laughs> it didn't really spell that out there. <laughs> so right before um, we started this podcast, we were in the middle of a conversation. And I guess what I was about to get into, it's related trust me, um, is, and this, I don't know if this makes me arrogant or not, but I really feel like a lot of people approach 
being being a man and being a parent the wrong way because they think that I've just got to hold down this this factory job I hate. But the fact of the matter is, in the end, like no matter you know if the mom is the one that talks all the time that does everything, it's it still all comes down to if the father isn't happy, isn't doing what he feels like he's supposed to be doing. Nobody in the family is going to be happy. They're n- no one's going to feel like they're in the right place or they know what they're doing. And it's kind of weird because you want to you want to be all you can be and you want to do that, but I never thought that I'd feel like there was this pressure where you, I I almost have to be now. But mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I mean, a lot of people miss that, but I feel like if I don't figure out how to settle down and just be me and stop, you know, being insecure as I am at times and, you know, stop working, you know, find a way to make a living doing things I love, then no one in my family is going to be happy in the long run. It's kind of cool in a horrifying way. I don't know that thought is. So it's kind of like an accelerated uh, growing up. It's like pushing you to to finish all of these things that you you've put aside and haven't actually dealt with. It's forcing you to deal with those things so that you create the the life for both your wife and kid. That I mean, well, sure. (laughs) You gonna play? It's time for you to play that dramatic piano music. Oh, this? There you go. <laughs> Sometimes I just feel sad and alone. <laughs> okay, that that just didn't go at all. <laughs> Asking the hard-hitting questions here, but h- how have things changed, would you say? I mean, not that uh, you and Lacey had been married extremely long before your your beautiful child came to be but has there been like a drastic change in uh your relationship with Lacey or i mean even taking that further like your relationship with with other people in general i don't i don't really think so i mean it's just kind of like a it feels kind of like a just a progression of it and I almost feel, we almost feel like more connected now. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. So it makes sense. It makes total sense to me too. Like I, I kind of was accept, uh, expecting that type of answer, but to have a kid gives you yet one other thing to, to bond over together and then creates a, a closer relationship to an extent. I'll share, um, I'll share some pictures on our social media so you guys can see little Sophia. He really is a pretty baby. Just could be like a baby model and we wouldn't have to work, but <laughs> you have to uh we need to get permission from Ari to post the picture of Ari holding Yeah. Sophia. That's my, That's a great my picture. brother's wife Ari. She's a she's a spitfire. <laughs> we really need to get her on one of these conversations and find something to argue with her about. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna have to block out a couple we'll days for we'll that. Have sure, <laughs> we'll have to make sure there there isn't any babies present because there will be show. That's <laughs> mm. um, great. I don't know. We're not always the smartest people in the world, I guess, but we want we're we're intellectual in the sense we love talking about about the. Um, Greek things, <laughs> deep things, things that you would have, you know, Greek scholars would be talking about, <laughs> I guess. That's what I was going with that. No. We like to talk. Uh, Jeremy likes to hear his own voice, so he talks uh-huh. the most. Well, we, we do enjoy uh, having banter about things. Um, we do see a lot of things similarly, and so uh, we don't have a whole lot of back and forth all the time. But when we do, it's always to uncover what is true. Um, it's to, to just expound upon things. We, <laughs> we are, we're not the type of people who just take things, uh, as,
as as they're presented to us. Yeah, we like to we like to get into the muck. We like to dig in and we just examine things more. We're those weird people that you know, kind of to a certain extent, revel in the complexity of life. We don't want it all be simple. We want it to be interesting and something that we can sort through and figure out. We're thankful to God for making life complicated. <laughs> Most of the time. Heck yeah! <laughs> Except when it comes to student loans. But Yeah, we don't want to... I don't have any of those. I just yeah, have other loans that we don't want to talk about. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I was going to say something. You're always going to say something. Never mind. What were you saying? I was going to... I was going to say this something. This is why you take show notes. Yeah, this believe. is why. I am going to murder you one day. Um, <laughs> so you keep threatening. Um, so, we have to record oh, this. Uh, oh, go ahead then. Oh. I guess I was going to say that, um, I will, first off, I love writing because, I don't know, I'm <laughs> funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Continue. writing because I have, I don't know if, I have never been diagnosed, but if I've got ADD or something where it's just, it's hard for me to keep a train of thought steady, especially if I'm just by myself. When I write, I can always go back and read what I just wrote and be like, oh, that's what I was saying. And a big reason why that helps me is because... In the back of my head, I know that I'm, I may have an audience. Someone may read this. So there's something really cool that happens in my train of thought when I think that I have an audience. It just makes me, makes it, it flow a little better. It makes it seem more real. Cause I'm one of those people that for many years as a teenager lived in my head and, you know, I had friendships and I talked to people, but like I was just, turbulent inside and I had all of these circular ideas and it just I don't know how to explain it but it just feels like if I don't say something out loud I don't know if it's really what I'm thinking or if it's really makes sense or if it's just colors and lights you know so that's one thing I really like about us doing this podcast is I feel like you guys being here with us while we're fleshing these things out just makes it feel that much more more special and it makes it feel like I don't know, we're doing something together. <laughs> I don't know how to I guess it's it's something that God intended when he, he made us, but there's just something really, really special that happens when a lot of, you know, not necessarily brilliant people, but just intellectual in the sense like we were saying that you you want to open doors, you want to figure life out, and you want to understand God, and you want to understand yourself, and you want to understand other people. That, And then when people like that get together and start talking, it just, it's something really profound happens. And I, I'm a, I love that. And it's hard to find these days. Like, even, even at church. There's one church I love, but it's in Chattanooga, and I live in Asheville right now, so... It's kind of hard to find a community like that, so... I mean, what hey. is that? Just, like, a, a six-hour commute? <laughs> Four. Four? I mean, that's not a big deal, right? Yeah, I mean, they've got a one o'clock service, usually, so I can just leave it. <laughs> Can't do math. What is that? Nine? Eight? Yeah. Oh, I'll be no. back before dark, probably. <laughs> Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. I mean, are you asking them or are you asking me? Oh, I was asking you, but kind of on behalf oh. of them. <laughs> In their yeah, it definitely. absence of voice, you're their spokesperson. Oh, they're going to have a voice at some point, but we are living in the vacuum right now where they don't have a voice. <laughs> Working on my evil laugh, practicing the... <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie reference oh. there, guys. You get that. Good for you. Oh, so how how long are we how, how long are these podcasts going to be? Aiming for twenty minutes or thirty? I guess they I'm going to edit nice. everything you said. So, oh, you think you get edit control? 
No, you don't get edit control. Well, I mean, you said to yourself, I like to hear myself talk, so... You do. I'm just kidding. But... It would be the same without you. I think we're at 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, we are. 30 wouldn't be too bad. Can we flush out that fatherhood idea anymore? So I guess my premise was that counter to Western culture, I'm saying that it's a man's responsibility. A man. Yes. Yes, I'm a... What's what's that word for, you know, the opposite of feminism? I keep forgetting it. Meninist? I can't remember. But I keep wanting to say masochist, um, but that's not right. No, no, that's not it. Abort! Abort! Abort. But I'm saying it's a man's responsibility to not just Meninist. provide for his family, and I'm not at all saying that you should quit your job and start doing what you love with no plan, with no, you know, no using that thing between your ears. It has to be hard. But you were given a brain for a reason. I'm saying that it's your responsibility to get to doing something that you you love. And it's not going to be just for your benefit. You're doing it for your family. because And for everyone around you. Because the fact of the matter is, you are not going to be an encouragement to people. Which is actually, you know, a spelled out, God-given you know, responsibility. If you are not where you're supposed to be. And I guess, I don't know if all of you are, are Christians, but we're both real firm believers, and you're going to hear a lot of interesting ideas from us, because we're, we both, we're both uh, Reformed, Protestant, Presbyterian backgrounds. I guess I'm a little more controversial than he is, but that's just my personality, probably. Maybe. Sidetracked here. Yeah, you keep getting sidetracked because you don't adhere to the creeds. <laughs> You're hilarious. So funny. Uh, actually, rolling off of that real quick, I was going to bring up, and I know that this is something that uh, is going to be pounded into the ground over the course of 2017, but it's something that I feel like talking about nonetheless. And uh, 2017 marks the 500 years um, since Martin Luther um tacked his his very polite and um just short list of grievances that he had with the Roman Catholic Church. Um I'm sorry. Polite and short. I can't handle it. No, they're not polite. They were not short. There were ninety five bloody theses um that he didn't just lovely tack. He hammered them onto um the door at Wittenberg Church. And uh and their, so, their paper was serious back then. They didn't have this wimpy tissue stuff <laughs> it's like animal skin yeah it was uh it was intended to stay up there for a little bit so that's um, accurate probably <laughs> sorry carry on i think no because i don't think because that would have been 15 and 17 i don't think it was until and i could be wrong and people will correct me i'm sure um, but i don't think it was until like the 1600s that we actually had paper that was made from um, but what uh, about was it linen? Papyrus. I could have sworn that Egyptians. Yeah, but it was Egyptians. That didn't they really work. People, they don't count. That's a not at all what I was saying. Oh my god! Exactly like what you were saying. Or, that was down racist. in way down in Egypt land. Like that's not around Germany. Do oh, I, do never. we need to go over geography again? Oh, we're moving right along. <laughs> Um, so one thing that I'm going to try to do is put together kind of, uh, like what happened in the general time span of when we re were recording, uh, what happened 500 years ago. I don't really have anything for today other than, um, this was still in the time period that Martin Luther was, uh, grappling with what he was reading in the Bible versus what, um, he was being told by the Roman Catholic church, um, so I don't think this was the time that he had actually... I feel like that's, um, that's applicable to current day. Because, that's, I mean, it's kind of different. Because people can read English. They just don't. <laughs> people can read English, but this is the thing, man. People, exactly, people do not read. They don't look... Okay, let's, 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 uh, let's properly start okay. this rant. Um, hang on. Do I have... No, I don't know that that's 
That does, okay, okay, that, that's going to be the start rant. Okay, so people don't actually take the time to read. I'm guilty of this just like so many people. But at the end of the day, I have something that I've come back to. Okay, I have the Bible. That is God's word. I got a question. Word. I don't mean to interrupt the rant. Where's the womp, womp, womp? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just going to say, do you think that's partially because of technology and the way it's developed to be very very flashy and very instant gratification where we've gotten where we can't we have a very difficult time focusing it's like almost it's something i've thought about but it's like almost encouraging like add and stuff like that that doctors may or may not make up no i don't think it's completely that completely Um, but i'm just saying like it it encourages it but I think it encourages this, but I think technolo- we use technology okay, as well, too okay, much me, of a crutch. I, I shouldn't just say that. Let me caveat that. Uh, no, no, I'm already... I'm, you've, okay. you've got the boulder rolling. <laughs> You're going to deal with the boulder. Meet me in the you, you. Okay, this is, this, is, this, is, this is what we're looking at here, okay? So, I hear what you're saying, and I don't completely disagree with you. I think that our... Hold on, I'm going to find Go ahead. Oh, dang it. Oh, wait, here's my rum. But I can't drink while I'm ranting. We... We have technology, and technology is a great thing. It does, I think, to some extent, impact our desire for long-form communication or long-form consumption. But at the same time, I don't think that's even a big part of our issue. Uh Uh-huh. I think that this is systemic from yeah. uh-huh. um, our our grandparents. It is here that I must interject from the future. God, in his infinite wisdom, saw fit that the remainder of this episode should not be properly recorded, and therefore he caused technical difficulties to plague the remainder 20 minutes of this recording. It is all well and good, because we may have brought up our SBC brethren. I will not simply leave this podcast here, however. I shall leave you with a very insightful piece that Jeremy and I had recorded a few weeks ago. I do apologize for the audio quality, however, we were, and still are, learning. Cheers! So, I love anything with superheroes. I watch, well, three series of heroes until I couldn't take the drama anymore. Um... <laughs> I've watched all of Heroes. All of it. Every last episode. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I just didn't hear anything, and that's that's not normal. I was just testing my mute button, making sure that worked, <laughs> in case I, I added a lot of expletives to add to the conversation. I don't know why that would happen exactly. But... So, basically, I posed a question to Jared, and he said, that's podcast material, so here we are. Um, basically what I was asking, well, I guess I should call him Robert. Robert, I was asking... Yeah, now you've given the whole <laughs> world the one name that they weren't supposed to have. Now they're going to find me everywhere. Except okay, calm down. They're actually they more likely to, to find you with Robert. Um, so, my question is, Robert, um, if you could have any superhero, any superpower be it only one superpower, and this isn't one of those, like, cheap superpowers where there's a drawback, too, that goes with it, but, like, a real superpower, what would it be? Oh, I hate this question so Why? much. Why? It's it's easy. Easy answer. Oh, you think it's so easy? I think it's easy. Why? What, okay. what, what is so, there to choose from? Okay, there, there's telekinesis. Well, that would be cool. Telepathy. There uh-huh. is flight. I wouldn't want to read someone else's thoughts. Sorry. Flying would be cool, though. Okay, but telepathy doesn't have to be reading thought. Okay, there's a whole... Okay. <laughs> so, funny story on that one. On telekinesis versus telepathy. Some friends of mine, there was a very heated debate. Um... One side for telepathy and one side for telekinesis. And it 
it came down to how we view things huh. and what we wanted to do. So with telepathy, you can use it to help people who are suffering through PTSD or something like that, like get down to the root of what their their issue is mentally, help pull that out and deal with it. Um while constraining yourself like constraining yourself to that specific task what instead of reading all of their thoughts. Or at least that's what my fellow telepathy people posited. Um You were a telepathy person? I was a telepathy person. Because dude, I have so much in my brain that words don't express. I would rather somebody just be able to like for me to put stuff in a section of my brain and then you can just like read that section. So that you know like my thoughts. I love are how coming... about... What? I love how you talk about your brain like it's a computer, like move it into that file. Well, how else am I supposed to talk about it? Okay, fine. If it's so easy, what would you say? You know, your 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 uh, brain computer has lots of random access memory there. <laughs> um <laughs> Robert, I would uh it's kind of easy decision for me, because I've given a lot of thought to this. You know, of course you have. What if God came up and said, "Hey, you want to see your power?" And I had to come up with a quick answer. Well, I wanted to have something ready, something prepared. You know. <laughs> so I thought, you know, flying would be cool, but I mean, there's other superpowers you can have that would be just as good. Like, what if you had super speed? You wouldn't need to fly, and you can do a lot more things with super speed. You know, telekinesis would be cool, but still, that's, I mean, how, how useful can that be? Um, I'm, I'm very practical when it comes to superpowers. I want something that I can use. <laughs> I don't want to just, you know, be able to shoot things with my eyeballs and lasers. What's the point of that? I mean, what are you going to be, like a, a jeweler for the rest of my life? I don't think so. <laughs> Got diamonds up. Um, so in the end I decided that I would have to have, I'd have to go with super speed. Because you couldn't do so much with super speed. You can... Have you been watching The Flash? No. No, I don't watch The Flash. Oh. No. Do not do it, I can't bring myself. My brother's into it, but it's just too lame looking for me. I haven't been able to start it. I'm sure once I started it, it'd be okay, but... Do you watch Arrow? Yeah, that's kind of what ruined me, is I watched Arrow and I didn't like it. So, that's... Arrow is all dark and broody. I mean, it's like you. And then that's Flash, this... <laughs> Flash well, is all think like. Think about it. I mean, super speed. You. I mean, I could run up there to see you in you know, a couple minutes or hours or something. I could run back here. Um, I'm assuming I'd probably have to eat a lot or something. But hey, I don't, I don't care. If I had super speed. I could take, you know, a short amount of time and have a really long thought process and think about it really good. Because stands the reason if you've got super speed, then you also have, your mind must have to work super fast in order for the super speed to work. So that would be a given, and that would be really cool to just be able to think through something really well and, you know, walk around them in circles and smack them on the face from the other end of the room and then go back to where you were and then not even know what happened. Anyway... I just thought it is the most practical one. You know, you wouldn't have to be, you know, if you got jumped or something in an alley, you wouldn't have to really know martial arts. Uh, you would already be able to handle yourself really well because you could you see just run away a mile, a mile away, see them coming at you. But then again, I don't know. Maybe that would make the boring times in your life even longer or something. I'm sure that would be some drawback to it, but it's kind okay, of what I was so, thinking. Anyway. So I I don't disagree. I think super speed would be would be really cool. Um, if, if 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 for no other reason than being able to, you know, run down to see you and then like running back here. Um, the problem is I feel like I feel like that's not enough to see me. Isn't enough. Oh, no, no, to see you is worth everything I own. Well, you just said it wasn't enough, so I'm kind of It's not enough of a superpower, okay? Okay. <laughs> what do you want? Uh, Magneto? Move metal? I'm this and telepathy. One of those two, but I don't think that's it either. Um, I mean, you, t- 
you have to have one that fits your personality, right? Um, let me think of what I think fits your personality. Um, you're not a flying kind of guy. Like, you're more of an intellectual. So I would definitely be thinking, like, some sort of brain superpower. I have supreme powers of observation. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, by the by, have you seen Doctor Strange? I have not. It was really interesting, and it was kind of... It was... You know how Thor is kind of like a scientific take on magic? Like, magic is just advanced science, basically? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a cool part of that movie. Um, it's kind of like that on steroids. It's okay. I can't even explain it. Anyway, this is a off subject there, but well, that's fine. I would say telepathy fits you. Maybe yeah. you can have both telepathy and telekinesis. I really think those those two are the ones that I I come back to. I feel like we're missing some really awesome superpower we didn't talk about. I don't know. I would be really cool to, you know how I can't remember her name, but there was a girl in Heroes, and then Wolverine has the power to the cells reproduce themselves, so they never get old, they never really get sick, heal really fast. I think that would be really cool because I'm kind of feel like I'm 25, and first 25 years of my life have gotten like I feel like I haven't done enough with them, so I I kind of feel like. I would love to just have unlimited time to work on myself. So in that respect, I would think it would be cool to have that one and be pretty much immortal, but I'm sure it would get lonely after the first 70 years or so. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't want... I don't want immortality. So, so let's move this into a realm that I've given more thought into. Okay. So, so Jeremy, you are plucked out of, of this time. Okay. And Aru Iluvatar is holding you in his hand. And he says, Jeremy, I am going to place you into Middle Earth. I am going to give you a choice of which race you will be. Wow. This How did as Jeremy if this conversation wasn't Aru nerdy enough. A right turn into Super Nerdville. Just kidding. <laughs> Oh, and just by the way, if you guys know who Illuvatar is, then you are a nerd. Nerd! By the way. Anyway. anyway. Okay, of course, of course, we're going to disallow Valar, okay? Okay. I'm not going to let you be a Valar. We're not, that, that's not happening, Melkor. What about one of Maya? Eh, no, no. We're no. going just straight... Man, I should have said anything. You wouldn't have caught it. <laughs> no, no, no. I was about to say anyway, like... Because I know you're going to go straight for uh, Melkor. That that probably would have been your first... Do you think I'm evil? I think you are different. So and we, you want to be different. Picking, like, and different can be evil. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. What I'm saying picking... is you're discordant. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah, y'all should read the Cimmerillion. We're really going in, in depth analysis of that. Um... Also, as a side note to that... Um, if you do want some in-depth information and don't have time to read the Silmarillion, there are two, count them, two videos from CTP Gray on the interwebs known as the YouTube, in which he talks about, um, Lord of the Rings. Free reference. So look we're not, up. We're not going to pay for that. No, no, we're not. We're not. We're not. No, no, no <laughs> money. No money. Um, so, Zero uh, sense. If I was, uh, I just want to make sure I understand the question. If yeah. I was plucked and put into Middle Earth, am I picking like one particular character, or am I picking a race? You're picking a race. Okay. You you can give backstory to it as well. So I mean, if you, it's like uh, signing up for Lord of the Rings online all over again. <laughs> but better. But better. Um, well, hands down, I would be an elf. Um, what kind of elf you ask? I was going I to think high elf, but I don't know. I've always had had airs. I always, you know, he was kind of crazy, but I always liked Fenor. He was kind of <laughs> cool. And then there was a... Who was the guy who fought Melkor? So he was super badass. Uh, some started with a T. Now I can't my... Remember, but he was cool, too. 
My memory is failing me. But I feel very, like, elfish in a sense. Because I've... I feel like I've kind of got this timeless spirit about me, and no matter how old or young I am, I have this same sort of... I have this really weird feeling about me all the time that I am, like, old and young at the same time. It's kind of hard to explain, but I feel like that would fit really well with being an elf. And I am not with the... I'd love to be... I like the immortal idea. Or semi-immortal, anyway. Although I do also have strong leanings towards the the Numenorians. I was going to say, what if, like, what if you went half-elven and... I can do half-elven, but I would probably pick elf. Given, you know, I think it's in the, is it in the Cimmerillion that he talks about how if they're half, they have to pick one or the other? Yeah, I think it was... I don't remember what point. There was Arendelle... And he married an elf, and they had uh, Elrond and Elros. Yep. Right? And Elrond chose to be an elf, and he lived like three or four thousand, three thousand years before Lord of the Rings even happened. And Elros chose to be a Dunedain, and I think he lived for what five five hundred years. Um. <laughs> I'm actually double checking that right well, now. Because superhero nerds on here are like, man, we thought this was going to be about superhero stuff, and now we're talking about Lord of the Rings. Guys, <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say this now. Fantasy. <laughs> Get used to it. That that's my thing. Uh, Elros was 410 years old when he died. That was only nine years off. Yeah. So I think. So what I'm, about you? Similar things, except for. I have always felt kinship to the dwarves. <laughs> Longevity of life. Uh, but the thing is, the one thing that makes it difficult for me to just jump all in with dwarves is love of treasure. I'm He's a not. People person. I, yeah, I'm. I'm really not uh, a love of treasure. So Gimli is the dwarf. That... So you're a hobbit then. I'm not a hobbit. <laughs> I mean, I know there's similarities, but, uh, no. Nobody <laughs> wants to be a hobbit. Uh, the dwarf... What do you think? Okay. Obsession. Here, here's, the, here's the thing, though, real quick. Here's the thing. Hobbits are obsessed with trying to do nothing, and when they have to do something, farming. Like, that's the hobbits. Okay. They're Americans, basically. Well, other than the farming. Other than the farm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, I had other things to say that I'm not going to say. Um, the the dwarves, they get this like one-track mind kind of thing, this obsession. Um, and it's generally geared towards the shiny, shiny. But Gimli doesn't exactly fit into that mold. He likes the shiny, shiny things, but um, he's far more... Or he's, he's just looking at things differently than... Uh, the other dwarves are. So, About I feel persons. This kinship, yeah, I feel this kinship to Gimli. I feel like dwarves seem to like pull me in anyway, and then Gimli specifically. Um, but part of that, and I don't remember which came first, I think my, my affinity for dwarves was first, at least I want to say that, but the fact that Tolkien loosely based dwarves on the Scots may or may not play into into my affinity for Just for fun, I want to take this a step further and categorize the people that we both know and love who may or may not be listening to this. <laughs> um, so, starting with my brother, um, Jedediah. Like, I was thinking about this while you were talking, and I was like, you know, dwarves are those very, like, meticulous, they like building things... They like looking at how things work. That sounds like my brother Jed. <laughs> so it's I was wondering true, but if he Jed has would far be... more grace. He has far more grace than dwarves. And he likes beards, but at the same time, he's also kind of elvish. So it's kind of hard to classify him. He's definitely not human, though. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you say about your brother Caleb? That's a good question. I haven't put a lot of thought into this recently. Um, Hobbit. Hobbit? Really? 
You need a little intellectual to be a hobbit. You I mean, could have intellectual hobbits. I mean, that that, that was a thing. Hobbit? Really? Why, why would you say hobbit? And just <laughs> FYI, guys, we are not picking wizards because they are technically Maya, which is like the Middle-earth version of an angel, almost. So... Um. Yeah, kind of out of the running. <laughs> but uh, on the Hobbit front, I mean, they are stout of heart, and I would definitely say my brother is stout of heart. But at the end of the day, I think uh, feet are kind of hairy. What? <laughs> Nothing. Carry on. I think he falls closer to a Numenorian. Well, I could definitely see Numenorian. Maybe like yeah. a more. Uh, he seems kind of scholarly, almost. I don't know. Like a, like a rebel scholar, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of getting lost in my own translation here. <laughs> my brother was here. I'm sure this would take a turn into. Uh, <laughs> what is that game called? I swear I've played it several times. But the, it's like a computer game, except you have to do all the math yourself. That sounds like a nightmare. I don't know Dungeons what you're talking about. Yeah. And I tell you what, we're not even going there because there's just so many different. <laughs> And you could end up. I would say he falls more into the Numenorian. Um, I guess to me, they have... I, see, I see Numenorians as high humans. So they're not elves, and they're not quite human. They're yeah, this weird amalgamation of the two. Oh. And and that that's kind of that's kind of Caleb. He's got the intellectual headiness of a elf, but he has the, the practicality. Of a human, so I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna land on Numenorian. Although um, I like to call him Pippin, I really do like to call him Pippin. But that's so. Indeed. My brother just got married, and I was while you were talking again, I was trying to kind of classify his wife. I was I was almost thinking like some kind of druid or something. But I don't think they even have that in Lord of the Rings. No, mm. not really. No. She's like a little angry hobbit. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> I was reminding that out of that part out. Yeah, I'm editing that part out. Except for now that we've talked about editing it out, I don't know if I can. <laughs> That's okay. She's she's understanding. Except when she's angry. But... <laughs> I don't even know where she would fit in. I guess I'd have to say elf would be the closest thing. Honestly, Definitely I, think, not. I, I picture I picture them both as elven. She could be a, a dwarf. <laughs> oh, right. We're just going to keep rolling before we have to uh, start planting Jeremy's gravestone. Anyway. <laughs> okay. um, my wife. Um... <laughs> I said we were going to keep rolling so we don't have to plant your gravestone, Jeremy. <laughs> I'll be nice. I'll be nice. Uh, my wife, Lacey, who isn't into this kind of thing at all and probably won't get it even if I say something mean. Um, I don't know. I think I'd probably say she's pretty human. Or maybe Hobbit. I don't know. It'd be a little weird if I was an elf and I married a Hobbit. So I'm going to say human. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I mean, I don't know her near as well as you do, of course. But, uh,. She, she strikes me, and I, I mean this with all, all due respect, really, I do. This isn't a joke. Um, she does strike me as very hobbit-like. Um, yeah, things very, that, like, earthy, like, wants yeah. to live at home, kind of, I don't know. And she's, she's got some hobbit tendencies there, for sure. The things that she cares about, she cares deeply about them, and... Um, that's how I see the hobbits. They don't care about many things, but they do care about, um, food. <laughs> um, they do. <laughs> no, for real. Well, she does care about food, so you gotta... If it's the microwavable, things, anyway. The things that they care about, um, they can get riled up. And some of the things are petty, um, but, but they do, they do have big hearts. And, um, that's, that's what I get from... Lacey, uh, outside of her blog posts, because her blog posts are definitely, like, full of heart, but hobbits are full of heart, and I, I think she is. So I would put her as hobbit. I'm not gonna lie, it's kinda weird. <laughs> Can you see my parents as, like, a little hobbit couple? 
Actually, I mean, I really do. I really do. Because I'm sure if your dad had his druthers, he would spend the his entire day just, like, putzing around the house and, like, fixing <laughs> things. And then your mom just kind of, like, doing things here and there and going out to the garden. And... <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's so funny. I'd almost say Lacey's parents are kind of like that, too. In a way. And then, so... My parents, um, let's see here. I kind of, oh, this one's hard. I haven't, I haven't spent much thought on this. Um, I have to say dwarves. Dwarves, I think, I think mom does tend on the like, green thumb part of it towards uh, Hobbit. Oh. Uh, which, oh, by the way, I would say um, our grandmother is, is definitely a Hobbit. Well, yeah, she's Hobbit in size as well. <laughs> um, your dad's definitely dwarf material, I think. Yeah, I think I think he's dwarf material. Uh, Mom's got that sort of like proud intellectual thing that they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, elves have that too, kind of. That they're not as hairy. <laughs> <laughs> not that um, I'm calling your dad hairy or anything. I mean, I get it from somewhere. Actually, not that hairy, but anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking around now to, like... Who else? Uh, my sister, Avonlea. Oh, yes, Avonlea. Elf. Elf? Well, she's like a, one of the happier elves. Not one of the serious ones, but I can definitely see her as an elf. <laughs> uh, my sister, how about, how about Maggie? She, I almost... Real quick, real quick. Avonlea is a wood elf, to be Specific. Oh, what elf? What kind of elf am I? I'm a high elf. Um, are there no, like fallen elves? Like, huh? are there fallen elves? Like elves that are just like I'm shun, fallen. Like fallen elf. Shun, shun the elf who did wrong, kind of thing. Like this. what kind of wrong did I do? I didn't even know about this. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I don't know. Um. Actually, I, would, I think I would put you as a wood elf, too. I guess I would. I'm just a different kind of wood Yeah, elf. you're a little yeah. bit more, more earthy. But I am kind of, like, off with my own little world, my own little people, kind of. So I could see that. And yeah. I also really like woods. Maggie? Maggie I almost see as, like, a, like, Eowyn, you know, like a Rohirrim. Yeah, I, I would say Rohirrim. She's really a, uh... Actually... How about we not talk about Maggie too much? Because I'm afraid if I talk about something and she doesn't like it. She'll, she'll, she'll kill you. She knows people. No, you're fine. <laughs> Maybe Maggie's like a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't go to Balrog. Who are we missing here? Um, there's gotta be someone else we can throw under the bus here. Political figures. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hillary's a troll. And <laughs> what does that make Trump? <laughs> Trump's also a troll. <laughs> no, Trump wouldn't be a troll. Trump would definitely be a man. He's got that it's like kind of raw, mannish, power hungry thing. I think. True. Kinda of strikes me as like a a king of like one of those cities, or Goblin King. He can be the Goblin King. He seems like a like a Gondor to me. Uh, maybe Goblin. I don't know. <laughs> Is this uh, weird? But I think Barack Obama would be an elf. It's okay. So weird. <laughs> but he so looked, that, like, the way he talks, though. Yeah, that stately nature. He had to be an elf. That's so oh. weird. <laughs> oh, how about how about Winston Churchill? A dwarf. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. No, he's very managed. Managed. Um. Oh, Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, I don't know anything about her. We weren't. We weren't friends then. <laughs> uh, Queen Elizabeth II is Numenorean because uh, she will live well into her four hundreds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor Prince Charles is simply a man, and he will die before he's able to take the throne. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Poor guy. 
Um, okay. I don't know what he's talking about, but I'm sure it's important to somebody. You know what? <laughs> Maybe if you paid attention to current events. Um, okay. Who else? Steven. Cousin Steven. Man. He also got married this summer. Um, I don't know his wife, so I can't. That's a hard one. He's a man. I'm gonna say man. <laughs> Definitely man. Oh no, I think we're kind of the weird ones. Most people would be men or hobbits. Um, yeah, I would say... Do you know anyone who would be an Ent? Oh, I don't no. think I do. Ents are just interesting. What about, do you know any Tom Bombadils? Hey, no, 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 no. We can't do Tom Bombadil. He breaks the rule. No, he doesn't. I mean, we don't know how he breaks, he the, breaks rule. all the rules. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I am from Okay, so I'm gonna flip this a little bit. I mean, I know we have to end, but at least let's do me and you first. If you had to be an evil race, which one would you be? Hmm. Are you more like a wraith, or an orc, or a Balrog, or a dragon, or a Shelob? Won't outlaw the man on this one. Let's see here. Kind of hard one. Let me think about. It's definitely interesting because, as far as, I mean, about the closest I can get with you is like a wild man. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Got the hair for it. Um, me? That's even harder. I think I'd have to be like a wraith or something. Power hungry. Well, I just mean I'm not very like. What do they call them when they live in the the hills? The Barrow Downs. What is it called? The White. The White. Barrow White. White. Yeah. And it's Ooh. Dunlings, by the way, that I would be. Dunlings. I don't think I would be a Dunling. I'd have to be like a I don't know a White or something. Oh, so you want me to be fully corporeal, and you just want to be this like whisper on the wind? No, I'm just trying to say that. Fits us better. Like, <laughs> you think you're a whisper on the wind? Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Unbelievable. 